I don't know about you, but when I get a phone call uh, on my cell phone and I don't recognize the number, I just hit dismiss. Because there are so many calls that I get that are, I don't know, do you call them fake calls? They're, they're about credit card companies, they're about insurance, they're about so many things that are completely irrelevant to me. And I don't know how to get my number, but they, they're very good at it. I suppose getting all of our numbers at that, for that case. But yesterday afternoon, phone call came in, no caller ID. I don't know why, I just said, okay, let me answer it, and I did. I said, Father Trout? I said, yes. This is Cardinal Supich. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, I sat up in my chair when that happened. Now, I was a little bit cautious because some years ago, somebody pulled a prank on me and it sounded exactly like Cardinal George, exactly like him. And he really messed me up because I believed it was the Cardinal George and I opened up and spoke to him. So I was just a little bit cautious, so I waited. And then he went on and, and um, so we chatted. And the reason why he was calling was um, because of our food pantry. And um, that it's, um, he's become aware of it and the great work that is happening in our food pantry. So he asked me to pass on his gratitude to the entire parish uh, for, for this wonderful thing that is, is happening in our food pantry. And especially to the Knights of Columbus who are running it at the moment and are all those involved in our Justice and Peace uh, Commission and Ministry here at St. Joe's. He was very impressed and he wanted me to pass on that information to you. It is incredibly appropriate and, and fitting that it is because of the food pantry that it gets in touch with us. Because what is the food pantry doing? It is caring for people, for people who are needy. In a, in a very small way, it is creating a society that um, Pope Paul VI spoke about. It's creating a civilization of love. At least making some effort um, to create a civilization of love. And when we look at the gospel of today, um, that, is, that is the very beginning of, it says, in the beginning. Reminding us of what it was like in the very beginning of God's relationship with humankind. God freed the people of Israel from slavery. He says, I will set you free, but this is what I expect of you. By the way in which you live together as my chosen people, the people of God, you will live together, you will create a civilization of love. And when you live in this civilization of love, everybody else in the world will know who I am, who God is, and who the nature of God is. And that is what God wanted, and that is why God put them in the promised land, so that the people of Israel would become a civilization of love. Civilization of love in which there is respect for all people.
where there is forgiveness in wrongdoing and where people are kind to each other. It's very simple. Sadly, that didn't happen. And we see in the first reading in the prophet Isaiah that because they became divided, because they were greedy, divided, and disrespectful and unforgiving towards each other, you know, they were able to be conquered because of the division among them. And they were taken into slavery once again in Babylon, and their, their temples were torn down, and the temple in Jerusalem was destroyed. Everything was just ransacked. And then God sent Isaiah the prophet to them. God doesn't let go. Isaiah the prophet, he sent to them and said, Console my people, encourage them. And that is why I say, say, someday God is going to send somebody, the Messiah, to us who will, will accomplish God's dream for humankind. And that is what we have in, in the gospel, the beginning of the gospel. John the Baptist, he was a rural priest, offering priestly service in a rural area. Something stirred him, the Holy Spirit stirred him to go out into the desert. And going out into the desert is going out into the silence. And he was able to hear the voice of God saying to him and encouraging him with the message. The message to call people back once again, to call them back to who they are, to their original mission and destiny, to their original vocation to be the people of God. So he called them out of the promised land because where he set up shop was on the edge of the river Jordan where Joshua led the people of Israel, the last place when they were in the wilderness, Joshua led them at that spot from there across the Jordan into the promised land. And what, what John the Baptist does, he goes back to that spot again and invites them back into the wilderness so that they can hear the voice of God. And then he baptized them in the river Jordan, cleansing them, opening them to God's forgiveness letting the, the, the waters of the Jordan wash away their unfaithfulness, wash away their sins to bring about forgiveness. And then he sent them out to await the coming of the Messiah because he said it was imminent. What John the Baptist was trying to get them to become aware of once again, that you are the people of God. That is who you are. And you have to live by, by what God wants you to live by, which is a profound respect for all people, that you practice forgiveness and make forgiveness a way of life, and that you are kind to all, especially the most vulnerable people in society. John the Baptist was the most influential human being in the life of Jesus Christ. He actually, Jesus became his disciple at one stage. But it was what Jesus encountered in John the Baptist began his ministry as well. So he could see what was happening in the world and what God wanted to bring about. So as we journey through Advent, it is important that we remember that 
what we are called to be. We are called to be God's holy people, the people of God. A people that uh, Pope Francis says, the people of God, he said, are 11 in society. 11 to bring about what I just spoke about, about respect, forgiveness, kindness. And that everyone who is a disciple of Christ, this is what you're supposed to be doing. This is what God wants you to do in your families, among your friends, in your workplaces, in your neighborhood. We are all called to create a civilization of love. As God's holy people, as the people of God, we are called to transform the world in which we live in into a place of kindness, of respect, of forgiveness, and of kindness. So we are being invited on the second Sunday of Advent to make way, to make a highway for God to come into our lives and to come in a new way into the world in which we live in. He is here, but his manifestation needs to be more seen and felt and heard. So we listen to John the Baptist, um, the beginning, and calling people to repentance. Let us join with him in, in creating and sustaining a people of God who bring respect and forgiveness and kindness into all of our lives.